like he was Cyclops from X-Men and wanted to just laser beam through his chest. That, that's what Izzo was looking at Noel like. Is it working? I don't think so. Uh, Noel, so Noel already set a, a tournament record with 14 dimes. I think that was with seven minutes left and we're down to two minutes. So NCA record for a single game is 18 and he may set that on Izzo. So Izzo would go in the record books, but not in a good way, meaning his defense broke down and helped scenarios and Noel just picked him apart. Two things on that. So leading into this game, I think Noel had 20 plus points and 20 plus assists over his first two games in the NCAA tournament. And no one's done that since Jason Kidd. Yeah, I think it was actually 17 in game one, but then 27 in game two. So he's averaging more than 20 and then more than 10 dimes as well, which in this day and age is ridiculous. You have NBA players, not even, I think there's one player in the NBA over maybe two over 10 dimes a game. Yeah. And in the college ranks where you don't have, you know, you're not pitching it out to Dame Lillard and Steph Curry, like that's phenomenal. Absolutely. We called it a couple of weeks ago. You need a point guard to act like a point guard. And you sent me that text. And I was thinking the same thing when it was K-State versus Kentucky. And he was weaving through, throwing alley-oops, hitting threes. He carried them in that game when, um, when Johnson wasn't playing that well. And you know what's funny about this? Our algorithm missed this. Their hometown. Noel is from New York, the Bronx. Tough, gritty, grindy, grimy. And that's how he's playing throughout this tournament. He looks like he's on a playground out there. Seriously. And that's how what you, if you have a ball dominant point guard and he is, he's probably, he's your best player. Keontae Johnson's probably your best athlete. And then, no, is it Noel? No, um, Tomlin down lows, a decent big. But between the three of them, I mean, Keontae's played well, stepped up, and then Tomlin's been a, you know, he's he needs some more meat on him, but he's he's helped out Noel significantly when it comes to you know being open down low. CBS Sports Line. They have a college basketball pod. Shout out to them. They said it best this week. They said Marquise Noel grew up in the Big Apple, went to play college basketball in the Little Apple, Manhattan, <laughs> Kansas, and now he's back in the Big Apple for the Sweet 16. And with three minutes left, don't want to jinx him here, but they might be going on to the lead eight. Uh, don't jinx him. I'll, I'll continue to rub my K-State lucky penny. Uh, no, when you here's, describe... here's why they will win, because I'm going on record and saying Michigan State will win. I have Michigan State in this game. Three minutes left, down by four, and it's all because of the Izzo factor. Here's my Izzo comp. Bill Belichick. Not Ooh. because of the rings, because Izzo, I think, only has one or two. It's because of the schemes, the defensive adjustments, like... When Marquette lost, he took Tyler Kolick out of the game. I thought he was going to do the same thing to Noel. So depending on where this goes and what we post to social media, if Michigan State wins, it's because of Izzo <laughs> was the difference. The Bill Belichick of college basketball. But in all seriousness, Michigan State's a really good three-pointing team, three-point shooting team. And they play Ooh. defense. This is going to go down to the wire. And apparently you're ahead of me, so I just saw the three based on your reaction. 
Now that's 15 assists from Marquise Noel. We'll see. He's got three more to get to the record or tie the record, excuse me. The one thing you didn't talk about is predominantly Michigan State's a different team in March. Like it's like they Izzo knows how to play up. The Big Ten's a tough league. He's like, you know, it's almost like let's take your Belichick. Belichick's like, hey, we can go into the playoffs with a, you know, back then nine, six, nine and six, ten and five. It's all about how we play in the playoffs. Right. And I think that's what Izzo like trains his team for almost leading up to March. And generally there's injuries that play in it. But uh, let's talk about Hauser. Because kick and stroke, he reminds me, and here's another one. Ooh, missed. You got to cut back on your facial reaction because I'm about 15 seconds behind <laughs> you. <laughs> here's who he reminds me of. And now he's playing with the Kings now. Kyle Werder. If you yeah. remember him from Maryland. Lanky, yeah, redhead, uh, stretch three, yeah, redhead. Well, this and that's what the Hawks are missing. I think they've got Trey Young and Baby Boy Dejounte Murray playing together, two undersized ball dominant guards. Like when Herder was there, he was like the guy hitting the corners, mix and match. And I love that comparison to Michigan State. Oh, I, I don't know how I'm going to be able. To, uh, ooh, okay. Why don't you All right, just let's do talk play by play since you're 15 seconds <laughs> Let's let's talk about UConn railroading Arkansas right now. Arkansas. Wait, wait, before we get Kansas. to that, this is East Region, Kansas State, Michigan State, and New York. The next game is uh, Florida, Florida Atlantic versus, versus Tennessee. So who's coming out of the East? Who's going to the Final Four for the East? Whoever wins this game, whoever wins this game, gets to the Final Four, in my opinion. Um, I I predicted Florida Atlantic actually got to this game and beat Purdue, but since Purdue lost, I mean, thirty three and three, you can't you can't really say they shouldn't be there when you put up that type of record for the regular season, no matter who you're playing. And I didn't know after that injury for Tennessee, you're going to have to remind me of his name, but I didn't see them advancing. The Kai Ziegler. Yeah, so maybe. I don't know. You tell me. Who do you got? I got whoever wins this game. I got whoever wins this game, too. Uh, Florida Atlantic. They've won 33 games. You don't win 33 games unless you're a good team. And Janelle Davis is their star and will be the star. And this is before the game that's coming on. I've got Florida Atlantic beating Tennessee. I think they go on to the lead eight. But here, the winner of this game will represent the East. And I'm going Michigan State. But if it is Kansas State, someone said it best. They have the two most dynamic players in this region. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think we talked about the formula, right? We need you need three future pros. Now, I don't know if Noel, he's very undersized. Good. Here's a good story on Noel, too. I took Hayden. Hayden's 13 to the game this year at the Bramwell Center there in Manhattan. And he looked out in the floor. He goes, I'm taller than that guy. And he was referencing uh-huh. Noel. And Noel had a hoot. And I go, see, you don't have to be big to be good. He laughed. But uh, you said you said that, you know, you need three future pros. And if I look at that, Noel, and how they're playing on the court, Noel, Noel Keontae Johnson, and then uh, Nolan would be my third for K-State. 
the two point. I said you need now. three future pro pros to win it. You could have two future pros to get to the the final four. The final four, and it's what does that say? It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog. Like Noel is a problem. He is a problem. All right, so that's UConn the East is region. also a problem. U C O N UConn UConn Fuck UConn. Buckets. Look at look at that swagger too. Oh. He's telling the band to get going. Step back, little jumper. You know what you also said? You pointed out the experience on K-State. I think they have four fifth-year seniors yep. who've played together, yep. who've been there, and in crunch time, they're not panicking, they're not letting down, and they're taking the most or making the most of this opportunity. Yeah, so their head coach was quoted early in the season. He came back, came over from Baylor, long time under Scotty Drew, and he came over, and they were picked 11th in the in the Big 12, or maybe 10th, somewhere in the bottom uh, bottom third. He goes, listen, there's gonna there, if this isn't an NCAA team, there's gonna be, you know, there's there's no way that's gonna happen. He made some comment about there's gonna be. There's no way we're not – there's 63 teams better – or 64 teams better than this team. Yeah. And he knew it, and he just snuck up on anyone. I watched him beat Kansas for the first time in a long time at the Bramwell Center, I think, or even maybe at Allen Fieldhouse. So they snuck up on a lot of people unless you're like me and have a wife from Kansas where you're actually watching them play. So, I mean, we could talk a little bit about this Arkansas-UConn game in the West. UConn up 23 right now. Sang Sanago had a massive game in the quarters or the round of 32. Um, we both said UConn's a strong, strong team. They've got two future pros, probably two probably on that team, no doubt. Um, they have three Arkansas pros. So when Adama goes out, they got Klingon, that 17 freshman that comes in. So in the algorithm, they don't have to all turn pro like after the same year. Like they can develop <laughs> into something. I think future pros. Yeah, three future pros. But I want to talk about Jordan Hawkins. I call him Baby Ray because when he rises up and shoots that thing, that three pointer, he looks like Jesus. Not Jesus, our Messiah. I'm talking Jesus Shuttlesworth when he's got game, who's also Ray Allen. He looks a lot like Ray Allen when you see him come off picks and shoot. He's very impressive. He's a sophomore, and I think he's going to be a great NBA player. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Ray Allen, but I'm going to say he's going to be pretty good because he can shoot that thing. All right, play-by-play. Play. Uh, shot, shot clock's off. Um, Roy's happy. Actually, K-State up two. 19.7 seconds left. It's going to commercial. Let's talk about my, my baby Ray. Okay. Give me baby Ray. And I, I like the UConn reference, too. That hits. Right. I like that. But Adama is a beast. There was a stat like, I think he's been putting up double doubles all throughout the tournament. And yeah. like similar to what Blake Griffin did. And if he's on the inside and you got Hawkins hidden from the outside and Klingman coming in, they can play so many different ways. They can play fast. They can play big. They can play small. And if you go back to the first two games of the tournament, Jordan Hawkins didn't even score in the first half. Like yeah. that's how deep UConn is. This game's over. I was trying over. to think of something funny for this. I was going to say the uh, the shirtless versus something else because Muscleman like to rip off his shirt. But 
I don't even really have to come up with an analogy because they're down 20 right now. Yeah, I think Arkansas played out there. I mean, you know, the emotion that came after that game, better or worse, muscleman, sure, take your shirt off, but maybe act like you, you should have won that game for a second, you know? It's yeah. the tournament. You you got to the round. It's You get up and orchestrate the band with your shirt off. It kind of says this is the peak, right? So I'm sure if he could take that back, he would, because if you see his team probably came out flat as could be. I didn't get to watch the game at all, but when you're down 23 midway or six minutes into the three minutes into the third or excuse me second half it's all but over all right i need you to pause your tv for seven seconds and then resume nope. <laughs> come nope. on not gonna Dude, not gonna happen same page not gonna happen all right here's ball. here's the inbound in the backcourt k-state i've got michigan state Ooh, so izzo was 10 and 4 in the sweet 16 he's won the last four could it be the last five they're going to be picking big play here, and don't give it away with facial reaction. Who are you going to go to right now? On ball pick and roll coming off. Nine seconds left. Are they going to go for the win? Or are they going to go for the tie? Oh, first time, baby. Five seconds left. Do you call a timeout here? Oh, they didn't. They didn't, and they thought it was a foul. Wow. I'm not mad wow. at that. Wow, this is. He got all the way to the hoop though. Yeah, he did. So this is this is not. See, Iz, Izzo is so happy. Oh my goodness, because he knows that. All right, great. Now I can scheme. Now the game's shortened. Now it's by it's one possession at a time, and this this plays right into Izzo's. Like his team believes. Now we came back, dodged a bullet. Kansas State's in a difficult situation. He's going well to all... out, too, because K-State likes to get into transition. They have to use their quickness. Oh. Izzo is just going to slow this game completely all the way down, possession by possession. All right, let's get into uh, probably the game. So it's 200 bucks to get it in the T-Mobile arena. Can you imagine? you think the UCLA fans and Gonzaga fans mesh pretty well? Do you think the Gonzaga fans are saying, well, we're the UCLA of the past two decades? I don't think they mesh well. No? No, you got like Hollywood, Beverly Hills against Spokane. Spokane. <laughs> I think it's just two types of different types of people. You got the beach and you got, I don't know, the mountains and Hoop Fest. What else is up in Spokane? Not much. Um, you got, yeah, you're right, Gonzaga and Hoop Fest. That's biggest biggest three-on-three tournament in the world. Uh, I think. Gonzaga's relished this kind of underdog, no one look at me um, scenario that's played out here. Drew Timmy's looked, I haven't seen him flex in the tournament, which has been nice. Although he's still got that headband from gosh knows when. Um, I, I don't, UCLA seems deeper, deeper than they were in the regular season. And maybe, I don't know, they're the team everyone thought they would be coming in the season. What's your take? You've got blue blood against new money. You got Jaime Hawkins against Drew Timmy. And if we go back the last two times they met in the tournament, 17 years ago, this is why AT&T is brilliant. Because 17 years ago, it was Adam Morrison, Gonzaga, at the Coliseum, Oracle Arena. They gave up a 10-point lead, lost to UCLA, and Adam Morrison's crying his eyes out, and they have to pick him up. AT&T does that commercial this year 
where they're picking them up off the beach. And lo and behold, UCLA is playing Gonzaga. A very similar teams from a, a makeup of you have really five players that are scoring in double figures for each team. So it's deep. It's not just one player. Which, you know, I don't know, you, you might say is a blessing and a curse, especially when it comes down to situations like we've seen here with Kansas State, Michigan State, who's got the ball in their hands and who's going to take the shot. And I guess I just don't see if that's a scenario tonight. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, you know, but who's going to want the ball the most? And then if they neutralize Timmy, who's going to step up for Gonzaga? That's going to be the question. Yeah. I, I've been going back and forth on this game all day. I was going to pick UCLA. Then I was going to pick Gonzaga. Then I was back to UCLA. I just don't know at this point. UCLA is a little depleted with injuries. Their best defender, Jalen Clark's out. Singleton hurt his ankle at the end of the game. I think this is the game where Gonzaga's depth shows. Despite Timmy, they've got Julian Stropper. They've got Bolton. They've got some guys off the bench. I'm going Gonzaga in this game. Are you? Okay. I, I wouldn't say UCLA is playing with house money, but after what happened to Arizona and the exodus there, you kind of thought the Pac-12 wasn't all they made up to be, and St. Mary's played a few good games um, in the tourney. So I think the – Who's better, the WCC or the Pac-12? This is what it comes down to. And you, you very well, me versus you, you could have very well have bragging rights going into next year. Everyone uh, says Gonzaga's the best team on the West Coast. They should be in the Pac-12. They should be in another conference. I know UCLA doesn't like that. So I think it's going to be the other guys. I think it's going to be Amari Baylor, Bailey, and Tiger Campbell. Because we know Hawkeye's Pac-12 player of the year. He's going to put up 20 and 10. It's going to be the other players that will have to do it. But it's all irrelevant because the winner of that game is going to get slapped by UConn, baby Ray. Oh, I I agree with you. UConn, I don't know how – the Big East was tough. I mean, we we saw Marquette. We saw Xavier. We saw you know, Big East. Yeah, Creighton. I mean, Big East was tough this year. I mean, far better than the Pac-12. Far better than it probably challenged for second best conference to the to the Big Twelve, and yeah, then the I Big Ten's good Big too. 10, I mean, no, SEC. Yeah, I would say if I had to rank it right now, if I had to rank it right now, I would go Big East one, Big Twelve two A, SEC two B. Okay, here's what I want to talk about. There are 16 teams left, represented by 13 different conferences. Like, talk about the parity in college basketball. This is why it's the best time of the year. But even yeah. better than that, I think there's eight or nine teams that have never won a national championship. Like, Bama hasn't. Creighton hasn't. Uh, Arkansas hasn't. K-State hasn't. Florida Atlantic hasn't. San Diego State hasn't. Like, there could be a first-time winner this year because the only could blue you... bloods are UConn, um, UCLA, I guess Michigan State. Um, yeah, I don't. There's one other one I can't think of. Arkansas's won it, but I wouldn't call them a blue blood. 
Do we want to talk tomorrow's games at all? Yeah. Be, so we'll before. Cut. So wait, hold on. You've got K State coming out of the East. We both have UConn coming out of the West. I have Michigan State coming out of the East. So talk to me about the South no, I, and the Midwest. I, I said whoever wins this game. I don't necessarily that can't change. So just I go with my, me. It's going to be Michigan State. I got to so rub. Who comes out I got to rub West my, and the South. I got to rub my lucky penny as they're down one with 250 play. Um, I'll, okay. I'll lead it off. So the upset that I want to call, that I called to you, but didn't have the balls to call it on the bracket, I think San Diego State's got a really good chance to beat Bama. I think it's going to be a close game because San Diego defense plays deep. and San Diego does play defense. They're tough. They'll grind it out. They'll slow down Bama. But Bama's got the best player. And I think the best player who didn't play well in the first game played okay in the second game. I think Bama comes out of the South. So the reason I like Bama is just because I think about the the Netflix documentary that will play out based on what's with with the bodyguard necessary and all the things around the murder that took place on the team when one player's already kicked off. Like that's that's going to become a bigger storyline, I think it's as the tournament plays out, unfortunately. Um, also, it's at the Yum Center, which is a long way away from San Diego. So it's more home cooking for Bama. I think they win that game. It's going to be closer. Um, I will say I this. Mean, Your algorithm will take a hit if Bama loses because you said there's always a number one seed in the final four. Bama I know. the only one seed left. No, no, no. You got one in Houston, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I bet. I was okay. already out. He, I, Texas, I, I, baby. <laughs> so here's, here's, let's go to the next game here. Or do you want to, let's stay in the, this is an interesting Creighton versus Princeton. Like, this is probably the least likely, you know, yeah, matchup. That's why we're not talking about it. Yeah. But that said, I mean, Creighton's becoming more, like that, there's Nebraska football, and then there's Creighton basketball. It seems like these days. I mean, is Nebraska. Creighton, Nebraska or Iowa? It is. It's in Omaha, I believe. Okay. So, and I forget we'll the coach's name. We'll go out there for your 40th. When we go to the World Series, we'll go by yeah, campus and we'll pick up. Who knows? The NCAA championship might be there at the same time. I mean, Princeton's coach. It seems like an Ivy League does this once every odd year or whatever it may be um but creighton creighton wins that game running away in my opinion i think they're on a heater creighton wins big east we're high in the big east okay when here's you know when you have things that are pretty good and you don't want to talk about them just because it's kind of like a no-no like your bracket like my bracket so i did a hunch bracket first time i just let's go on let's go on what i believe in gut gut Right now, I'm number two amongst the hundred and like sixty, I believe. Can I just ask yeah. you? Can I ask you questions, or is it too early for us to talk about? No, it? go ahead. Go ahead. Who do you have winning it all? Just so I know who I can root for. Bama. Okay. Bama. This was actually using our algorithm for the. Wait, 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 wait. Who's Bama beat? Uh, I forget. Did you do UConn? Let's just let's just leave it at that. Well, just I just want to say because I think 
I have Bama beating. I'm sorry. I have UConn beating Bama, and in the title. So like, if Ooh. you are have a chance of winning your bracket, and I have a chance of winning my bracket. We're gonna have to come on this pod, and you're going <laughs> Bama, and I'm going UConn. Hey, do you want to like settle up, like a little fifty-fifty break even? Yeah, yeah, just just hedge the bet quite a bit. Um, no, but here's a big game for me this weekend, and that's the University of Miami versus Houston. If if Miami wins, that's huge for me, massive because that's you know there's a you few pick that upset. I pick, I pick that upset. So if I hit that, then I think I'm in in the driver's seat. But if Houston wins, there's because st- there's still a lot of people with Houston. You know, up there. So we'll see if that hits. I mean, Miami's look good. Houston. Houston's Houston looks great. Three. They had twelve blocks last game. They play defense. Yeah. And Sasser, That's... the only reason I didn't pick Houston because I didn't think Sasser would be at a hundred percent. He says he's at sixty percent, and he's a problem. He's really good. I mean, besides yeah. Noel, he might be the best next best point guard. If you want to call him a point guard, he's more of a shooting guard with the ball, but he's been just as good as, as Noel. Yeah, I agree. I think Houston wins that game, but if Miami somehow upsets them, that's huge. Um, is that the lone ACC team left? Yeah, I believe so. Miami, the U. Um, who do you got in that game? I got Houston. I mean, they've got two pros and Sasser and Wallace. They play defense. Okay. They're in Kim Palm's top five in defense all year. It's the story about Houston going to Houston for the Final Four. I don't like you being ahead early or up oh my on me. Goodness. <laughs> 18 and oh, 18. We're going to have to watch this game. 18 and 18. 18 and 18 K win. Wow. You know, you know how point guards show up in a big way, Big East tournament in New York. Yeah. Oh, that was sick. How did this guy get so wide open? Because I don't think Noel has eyes in the side of his head. That was ridiculous. Absolutely. So who do you have coming out of the Midwest as they go to? All right. Out of the Midwest. Um, Well, we didn't talk about the last game, Xavier and Texas. I'll get Texas coming out of that, winning that game. Then it's Texas-Houston, a battle. That will be an outright. You might have just trailers of people showing up in in Kansas City, Missouri for that game. That will be a battle. I'll go Houston's going to come out. Although I like who I'm going with? Who? Mr. Lava Lava. Ooh, Mr. Lava Lava. Boom-bastic. Holy boom is going to go boom Boston on Texas. 6-3 from the biggity, biggity O. He's the closer. He's the dog. He's the fifth year. He's beating Texas. He's beating Houston. Xavier's getting to the final four. We're getting two Big East teams to the final four this year. Wow. He's big on the Big East. Just because they don't have any football teams like the WCC. Is that the case? Yeah. Well, that's fair. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. All right. So you got Xavier. You have Xavier. I would say Xavier is probably the fourth best team out of the four left. But 
And then I'll we'll take see. Bama. I'll take Bama right. for the South. Are we going to stick until the rest of this game, or are you going to sign off? Uh, we got to. I think we got to play this, stick this out, right? We got to play this out. All right. Yeah. 92-94. This wow, is a one and one. These free throws. It's a one Early and on, one. Michigan um, State had the uh, advantage, but K-State's got that point guard, Marquise Noel. Did he break the record yet? Does he have 15 or 16 assists? He has 18 points and 18 assists. Uh-huh. And the 18 was and the 18 was at Alley. Ooh, he missed it. Okay, what do you do here? Hold it. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Maybe get a timeout. All right, Michigan State's gonna get the last shot. Wow. Whoa, K-State. whoa, whoa. Hey, I'm gonna like Turn turn your uh, video off so I can't see what happened. Whoa, whoa, whoa. lost it there. Noel, ball in his hands, top of the key. High pick that and roll. That was not. ISO, four not. wide, three-pointer. You turned your head. Air ball three. How are you going to take that three-pointer with five seconds left on the clock? Because you got really Are they checking? Are they re- they're reviewing to see if it tipped. Yep. Oh, it might have been a foul, too. Well, it wouldn't be a foul if he tipped it. Oh, he didn't tip it. Can, they can't call a foul on this, can they? I don't know in this review. Oh, yeah, he tipped it. There's no way a ball comes off that dead. Yeah, he tipped that for sure. Tip. This is what you always do. Tip. Never shoot an air ball just... Tipped it. <laughs> well, there's eight seconds left on the clock. On the shot clock, that's. I mean, this is exactly what you want if you're Kansas State. You get the ball back with him reviewing this. This is like a timeout. He for sure tipped that. Yeah. Thank gosh it actually. Thank gosh it went deep into the stands. So what are you gonna do now? You got eight seconds off the clock. Are you going to go back have, to Noel? Or are you going to go to John? No, you got, you got, you got 4.5 seconds left on the shot clock, apparently, if it, they don't add time back. It depends on when it so actually got to add a couple of seconds back. Well, it depends on when it landed out of bounds, right? Yeah. So, and I don't know if they give you, I don't think they give you a new shot clock. It, so we shot it with eight. If you're Izzo, you got to draw up. What you're going to do when you get this ball back. Yeah, he was calling tip right away. They're going to get the ball back and they're going to call a timeout. Izzo's going to drop a play. He's not going to let his players just go for it. He doesn't have Tom Brady on his team. Tom would just wave Mm -hmm. him off. No, I'm good. He's got Mac Jones on his team. This is a great game. Great game. I mean, we said UCLA Gonzaga was going to be the best game of no, the this sixteen week, but as of now, we will see. I mean, I don't know how you could get much better. You had a guy set the record for assists. Look at Izzo's overthinking this. I'm gonna gonna drop something to. Yeah. All right, Michigan State called a timeout. Michigan State has one timeout. K State has two. UCLA, Gonzaga coming up later. 
Who else do we have on the docket? Oh, we got FAU, Tennessee as well. UConn's up by 500 points in the other game with 10 minutes left. Creighton lost one, two, three, four, five, six games in a row. So Creighton was a top 10 team. So was UConn. Yeah, yeah, the Big East was tough. I mean, you're the only shoe in games really for you this year were DePaul and Georgetown. Yeah. You're playing Providence, I mean St. John's too in an effect, but you got Marquette and Xavier, Seton Hall's not a not a layup, Butler's not a layup, Providence ain't a layup, Yukon's not a layup. Made to the tournament. No joke league. For sure. All right. St. John's. Yeah. Did you I go like to any St. John's games when you were in New York? Oh, no, you I went did. to the St. John's Duke game, right? Duke game. Great game. Amazing game. Wow. Back-to-back timeouts? Are we going to sign off here? I'm getting pretty hungry. All right. Yeah. I'll see you. All right. Hey, let's close this out. Big Ben Kwin, nofilter.net, Sweet 16 slash Elite 8 slash Final Four Edition. You don't listen to this whole pod, listen to this. Follow <laughs> us, subscribe, download at Big Ben Kwin underscore TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. We're everywhere you can get your podcast Apple, Spotify, Audible, Pandora, and more. We'll be back next week, previewing the final four. I'm having a party. JMO gave me the blessing. I'm having a party. It's a big party. If you don't subscribe, you need to come to the party. <laughs> Go K State. Hey, get yourself a K-State Lucky Penny, Colby, Kansas. I can tell you the truck stop. Oh, Just add us. DM us on Instagram. Oh.